Ladies, 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 welcome to Linking Arms. I'm your hostess, Nadine McGowan. This podcast is by Purposeful Living Inc., which is a nonprofit that exists to serve the modern woman. We define the modern woman as the woman who looks like she has it all together, but behind closed doors, she's hurting, searching, or lonely. We're here to talk about real things with real women, to heal, to grow, to inspire, encourage, empower you to be the woman you are created to be. We are so glad you're here. Let's get started. Ladies, we are so glad you are with us today. And our topic for today is playfulness. And my guest for today is Linky Yugay, our um, communications coordinator for Purposeful Living and a mama and a wife. And um, we're just really, really happy to be here with Linky, but we're also, I'm excited about this topic. I think we need this topic on playfulness. So welcome, Linky. We're glad you're here. Thank you for having me back. It's always good to have this conversation. Yes, yes, and yes. And so, you know, let's just talk about this topic of playfulness. And before we even like dive into the topic, I want to talk about why does this topic even matter? Like, why does it matter? Why are we going to take time out to talk about playfulness? In my mind, I think about my children and I think about how they have so much joy just overflowing and they can find fun in anything. And us as adults, we become really serious. We take everything so seriously that we forget that, you know, having play is fun. You know, it's good for us to have fun. It, it not only brings us joy, but it makes us better people. Like for me and my mental health, I just feel like when I'm joyful, when I'm playful and it's just less stressful. Yeah. Yeah. And our mental health matters as we all know. And mental health is, is, is a challenge, you know, with everything going on and everything on our plates. And I do think as women, we don't take the time to play because we don't have the time to play, right? Like we're trying to keep up with work and life's demands and kids' schedules and sports and husbands. And, and oh, by the way, we have triggers from our past and we have our own anxieties and our own depression and our own whatever crap we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, I don't have time to play. That play's not a priority. And we need to prioritize it because as you say, there's all this stuff and that just weighs us down. And so when we prioritize it, especially and in whatever way that looks for you, I think, you know, sometimes we think about it and we think it's like very childlike. That's not it. Play is really just finding space for things that bring you joy, finding space for things that fill you up. And yeah. when we're filled up, we're just better people altogether. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I think of. Sorry, I, I was like, yes, um, I'm all fired up because this is such an important topic. And I think I need to hear this because I forget, I forget. I'm so caught up with all the to-dos, you know? But like, I, I'm a better mom when I'm playful. I'm a better wife. I am healthier. I am happier. Although playfulness sounds like a... Um, you know, something that we don't have time for, or is something that isn't important. I think it's probably could be one of our top priorities. And I think if we make it a priority, it could actually impact every aspect of our lives. I am not very good at being playful. 
Like, mm-hmm. I know that it's just, it's, it's not my vibe. It's very hard for me to get into that space. And something that I learned to do was to seek out laughter. And I know that that sounds strange, but I had to really go and find comedy and, um, and just like do like laughing therapy. I don't know if you've heard of it. And it was just so much fun that I realized that there was just a lightness that came with it. Like I just felt lighter. I felt better. And people would say to me, you look different because we do. When we embrace that and we do, you know, get into those spaces that are playful, our faces change. The way that we 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 look to others changes completely. And and when I realized that there was like a physical change, that changed my perspective completely. That really made me prioritize it very differently to how I had before, where it was like lost on my list. Yes, yes, that's so good. So I think the first point I, I want to get across for, for myself and for anybody who's listening is let's make it a priority. You know, I think that's like the first step is it is important. It does matter. It's not a delicacy. It's a staple for us to be at our best. You know, it's not like a, a bonus. It's like, no, it needs to be part of our core in order for us to be our healthiest and best selves, which is what I believe we are called to do. Um, it's like a core ingredient to that. So with that being a priority and with us at least looking at that and talking about that, the next thing I want to shift us to is what is playfulness and what is not playfulness. And I think the reason I want to talk about that is because I think there are seasons in my life and there have been seasons in my life where I thought certain things was me being playful, but it was actually destructive play such as engaging in too much alcohol. Yes. Right. That seems playful, like going out on a Friday night and consuming a lot of alcohol seems playful, but it's actually not playful. It's actually numbing and it actually hurts me. It doesn't help me. Now I'm not saying alcohol is bad, right? But I think, I think it can be looked at as play when it's actually could be hurtful. It's a way to, um, like you said, kind of distract from the real things. It's numbing. And I think it's excusable in society. And so we're able to overindulge and excuse it and say that it's playfulness. But when it becomes habitual, it really impacts our lives negatively. And we don't always realize it. We don't always see it. But it, it, when you, when you, you know, when it's influencing you, you know, when you are escaping from your world, and from your life by going out too much, by um, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're doing that is seemingly playful, like you say, but actually is an escape. And when we try to escape from our lives, the the problems are still there. The issues are still there. They're waiting for us. Um, And so, you know, like the wise lady, Mary Warner always says, we've got to go through it. We can't just like go around it. There's no way to jump over it. You've got to go through. And so that's what I always encourage people to do is to say to them, yes, you can escape for that moment, but it's still going to come back. The truth is always going to be there. Your reality is always going to come back to the forefront. So good. And so I think that it's important for us to identify that some things that might look like play, like overindulging in food even, Like going to get ice cream might look like play and it could be 
to a point, but it also could turn into overindulgence and numbing. And so we have to watch that line. And I think the difference is, is this something that gives me long-term joy or is this a short-term fix, right? Is this like a short-term happiness where I'm trying to avoid or is this actually filling me up where the next morning I feel refreshed versus regretful? Yes. Yes. Am I refreshed or am I regretful after this play is done? And I think that is what we can follow. We can follow the refreshment and not the regretfulness. I'm trying to think of ways that we can do that, like to be conscious of it. And I think we talk about this a lot as well is having healthy community is when people are able to see, they're able to tell you the truth and say, you're overindulging or you are trying to escape or you're trying to numb with whatever it is that you're doing. That can be social media, that can be work sometimes. Um, And I think that when we have that awareness, that's when we can shift it. But we need the awareness first. And I always talk about support. We have to have supportive, healthy community around us because those are the people that are going to tell us the truth. That's good. And we don't always see our blind spots, right? But I will also say that if we check in with ourselves, if we really get honest with ourselves, if we take a minute to pause and think, I bet we know deep down inside what is truly play, what is bringing us joy and what is actually hurting us. And it's like a short-term fix that, that is re- that is leading us down the wrong path. And I feel like we always have two paths that we can take. Actually, we probably have a bunch of paths <laughs> pertains to this. So then let's talk about playfulness and let's talk about what does that look like for a, a 30, 40, 50 year old woman, maybe a 20 year old woman, maybe a 70 year old woman, because I know we have lots of ages here, but like, what, what does your playfulness look like? Like how, cause I forget what it's like to play. Like, I don't even remember what play looks like. And so maybe we can like come up with creative ideas and, and like help women come up with some possibilities of what, how they can play. Well, tapping into creativity is a big one. And I think we can all do that. I know people who, whatever, journal. I know people who do um, coloring or painting. But again, you can be creative in different spaces, whether that's, you know, trying out a new recipe or whatever it is. Those are ways in which, like for me, tangible ways, right? But then I think about just on a day-to-day, how do I incorporate some kind of playfulness And that is the checking in. So not like a necessarily um, a serious check-in on some, where am I at? Where are my goals? But just a, what can I do right now that's fun? What can I do right now that's light? Um, That's kind of what what, what comes to mind immediately for me. What about you? What do you think would give you joy and feel playful? Yeah. And and I love what you're saying, like the creativity and how you can make it, you can make that as you're cooking. You can, I think creativity is definitely a piece of that. Um, I also think like we can go back to our childhood play and think about like, what did I enjoy when I was younger? Mm -hmm. You know, like for me, I loved sitting on the swing, like going to the park and just sitting on the swing. Like I love that. And that's something I can do as an adult. You know, I can go to the park and sit on the swing and like, that feels refreshing to me, right? Yes. Um, it could be sports and, and, you know, like maybe 
I, I don't know. There's like all kinds of possibilities, but I think it's like following my joy and it's remembering like what makes me come alive, right? Like what sparks joy in me? What is something, what is one fun thing I can do this week that would spark joy? And I, I love think- that idea of doing it like consistently, right? But something else came up for me is how do we plan for it in big ways? So like I'm a big travel person and I know that that gives me so much excitement just thinking about the trip. We have to also do those kinds of things. Take up a dance class, um, anything to that effect that so that you have it not just on a daily in like small pockets, but you have like a big overflow of it as well. That's good. That's good. It's almost like we need little pieces of it and that we need like, you know, big chunks of it and it kind of needs to be spread out. Like we almost need to like plug it into the calendar, just like we plug in everything else. Correct. I'm in total agreement with you. Yeah. And so uh, I'm kind of like already thinking about the challenges and how I would like challenge you ladies. And I know we're not at that part yet, but I know Linky, you had found a scripture and I want to read that to the ladies because I think this is so good. In Isaiah 55, 12, and I have it in a couple of different versions. So um, in NLT, it says, you will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song and the trees of the field will clap their hands. The easy version says, you will be happy because you're going out and you will follow your leader. There will be peace for you. The mountains and the hills will sing songs in front of you and all the trees in the fields will hit their hands together. And then amplified for you will go out from exile with joy and be led forth by the Lord himself with peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth into shouts of joy before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. You know, that verse just takes me back to my childhood. As I was saying to you, it was a hymn that we used to sing in primary school. And um, right now, just thinking about it again, I'm taken back to that moment But I'm also just thinking about music and I'm thinking about how when we just sing, even off tune, that brings so much playfulness. So I just think we have so many opportunities to tap into that. I wanted to read something from a commentary and it says, as Christians, we are called to be joyful, which is not a natural thing for us to do as human beings. However, when we understand God's love and his constant grace, joy becomes easier. When we truly understand God's grace and seek him, we will find joy. So good. I love that. Um, gosh, there's so many different ways that I can go and there's so many different things that are coming up for me. But I think what, what I'd love to do is kind of like shift to the challenges and the invitations that we have for you ladies. Yes. Um, and I kind of wrote down a couple things as we were sharing today. The first thing is I really want to invite you to ask yourself this question and try to answer it honestly. And that is, is my play refreshing or numbing? Hmm. You know, is my play, is it refreshing or am I using it to numb or escape? Because Netflix could be play, but it could be numbing, right? So shopping could be play, but it could be numbing. And that might even be a question you ask somebody close to you. Yes. The areas in my life where I'm numbing, um, just so you can get honest with yourself. And then the second invitation that I have is to ask yourself, what is one playful thing I can do daily? 
What is one playful, simple thing? And for me, I think it is journaling. Like it's journaling. Like that is play for me. I love sitting, especially that it's nice out on my porch swing and like just getting my journal out and just hanging out for it. And it doesn't have to be that long. It could be 10 minutes and it can shift me in ways and fill me up. I mean, it is, it is play to me. Yeah. Um, What is one thing you can do weekly? Is it going to the park? Is it coloring or painting? Is it going bowling, joining a bowling league? Is it, I mean, I don't know. I'm just joining a softball team. Is it um, going for walks? Is it hanging out with a friend? Is it having tea or you get the point? Okay, so what is something you can do weekly and what is something you can do monthly? Daily? I think those are great challenges. Yeah. Definitely great challenges because we have to be intentional. I mean, this word keeps coming up and we have to prioritize this. So we know it's a priority now. We have to now action it and not just talk about it. We have to start to do it. Yes. And then my third question is like, how can I be more playful as a wife or as a mom or as a friend or as a daughter? Like, how can I be more playful with the different hats that I wear? You know, and I just wonder what would come up for you if you really kind of tried to pursue that question and played with that question of like, man, can you walk away with a couple of nuggets that can really bring play into your life and fill up your heart and your soul just a little bit more? That sounds good. Look, this is a challenge for me. I'm sitting here thinking, what am I going to be doing? Um, I think something, you know, you talked about journaling And I want to plug the Purposeful Living Journal right now because I think that's really important. It's something I've been doing and it's really filled me up. It's really helped me to focus on my joy, to focus on who I am. But even in in it being so life-giving, I feel like it helps me to just be a better me, you know, Um, and and. Yeah. So I'm so there with the journaling. I think that that's one thing I'm going to um, invest in a little more, but I, these challenges are are big for me. And so ladies, please share with us. I mean, we want to know, what are you up to? What did you try? What did you implement? And how did it go? How did your family feel? How did you feel um, having done this and tried it out? Yes. Yes. We want to hear about it. I love that. I just thought of something else. Music brings out play for me. That's another tool that I think is just beautiful. So, you know, maybe you can share with us like some of the tools in your toolbox that, that help you be playful. Uh, because I think it's nice to create almost like a toolbox for ourselves of like, okay, you know, like funny memes or a funny show or, you know, whatever it might be, but we'd love to hear about that. Linky, anything else from you? That's it on my end, just to encourage the ladies again, this is not something that's supposed to be difficult. This is supposed to be fun. Um, And in this month where on our side of the world, the sun is shining, let's have a little fun. Let's really just tap into that joy that we have. Yes, ladies, we love you and we will talk to you soon. Thank you for spending your time with us today. For more on Purposeful Living Inc., visit our website, purposefullivinginc.org. We offer free coaching, growth groups, events, and have a care team waiting to support you. For more encouragement, you can also find Purposeful Living on your favorite social media platform. Leave a comment, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. 
Remember, ladies, you are loved. You are chosen. You are seen. You are valued. You have a purpose and your purpose matters. Talk to you soon. We love you.